Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather spooky co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, just flicking his green bean, it is Bruce, the <laughs> tugboat, Venditti. What's up? Flicking why is it always? Bean. Why is it, why is it always? I'm just, and it's something with my dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is now. Cause, you cause, look at me and you think he's sitting there flicking his penis. Because that's all. I mean, realistically, what else do you do? Actually, here he's not time? talking about a penis. He's talking about your vagina. So yes, that that, that was that's, a that's flicking your bean, bud. Yeah. But anyway, you, you don't know that because you're a virgin. Vagina. But I get it. Go ahead. I need the room for a moment. Okay. If any of you listening, watching, absorbing this episode was unfortunate enough to watch Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime, where the Indianapolis Colts went into mile high to play the Denver Broncos, I say this much. Cheers. You are a brave, brave soldier, because I myself did sit and watch the entire game all the way through the it, overtime. It, it was mind-numbing. It was, <laughs> and I'll be brutally honest with you, that was at least as far as I can remember, the worst football game I have watched. And I can't remember the last time I watched a football game that was as putrid as that. That was purely, absolutely, that, that's unadulterated. That's the sloppiest putrid. game I've seen since week one. I think it was so bad it was good. <sighs> no, it was the sloppiest was so game bad, I've seen since good. week one. Is that what the ladies say about you? Maybe. Um. No, that's what the reporter said. First and foremost... Russell Wilson is no longer good at football. Period. End of story. He's he is. There's something going on with him. No, no, no. I, I don't know no, what no, it is. No, it's no, here's what it is. Playing like here's what it is. I was, as you know, I was the biggest defender of Russell Wilson to the first four weeks of this season. Now, I am a fish. He's not good at football. I don't know if coming out with his own clothing line and busy banging Sierra and buying $25 million mansions and popping out kids left and right has become too much for him and he's no longer focused on the game. I don't know if it, his it injury... It truly looks like he's lost... He's lost it. He's lost... He's lost the touch. He's lost it. It's over. And it wasn't just in the fact that they lost the game. It wasn't in just in the fact that he didn't throw a touchdown pass. It was in the fact that when he was missing throws, he was missing them by by a quarter length of the football field. It wasn't even close. He threw interceptions to guys who were where the defender was on an island. There was no receiver within 10 yards of him. It was fucking awful. That one late in the game, he got hit, and it went way over. It, there was I did not see he, him He throw. was so inaccurate He yesterday. was so huge. I, I just, all I could think of was... Uh, Early Matt Stafford. That was honestly me. Early in his career, Matt Stafford was was not accurate. I'll be honest with you. That was that I can say that was worse than any Stafford performance I have in recent memory. Most he he, you know who he looked like. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Baker Mayfield. I'll, no, he looked I'll, like Baker Mayfield yesterday. Baker Mayfield looked better over the weekend than Russell Wilson <laughs> did. And I, I'm being like Baker completely Mayfield fucking did. honest. That, coupled with the fact that every three minutes there was an injury timeout, yeah. I, I felt like I've never seen as many injuries in a game as I did in that. This this concussion thing, what's going on here? Well, we get one questionable co- concussion he like didn't call get hit in the head, but with, with Tua, and all of a well, sudden, 
You got guys dropping left and right from Heinz. Heinz came up and looked. He was fucky when he got up from that. Yeah, but hit. he like didn't get hit in the head. That no idea what happened. He tweaked something because he started to like just take off again. It was like they said he went out. I I, I don't know. I you know what? I Did can't he hit explain his head it. Off the ground. I've I I I didn't see it like a straight bounce off the ground. I mean, obviously something had to have happened, and he just. If that's, the, the, wrong case, way, if that's the, wrong the case, way. if he landed on his head like that and didn't get hit in the head, then that confirms Tua hitting his head and getting hurt the second game and not the first game. Anyways, the the um the fact that Russell Wilson is playing this poorly, poorly with the supporting cast around him. Okay, granted they were without Javante Williams. Well, guess what? Matt Ryan by no means looked good yesterday. He did not look good. I'll get, I'll get this up for about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan would do anything to win. He'd cut his fucking fingers off yep. to win. I didn't like how he was throwing the ball. He would just do those little. That's it. He was under duress dump. just about the whole game, though. He, oh, they, I mean, their defense finally Ooh. showed up well, and, and was good. Here's This is the other thing. The Colts' defense is not all that great. No. And Russell Wilson was running. That was, I honestly got to a point in that game where I was like, Russell Wilson is so nervous. Is that back how there. bad the offensive that line is? That is how there? fucking putrid Denver's offensive line is. And I, I yeah, get it. Because they've been bad all year. Garrett Bowles got carted off the field yesterday. He is the lifeblood of that offensive line. But, I mean, uh, it was so bad. I, I, I was truly taken back by, by how awful it was. And, the thing is, Indy didn't play any better. No. Indy's Indy did not play any better. They couldn't take advantage of it. No. That, that's I mean, they still pulled out a big win for them. Yes. That was a big win. For as them, far just as to stay pace with these other teams. Correct. As far I agreed with Richard Sherman. And it's the fact that when they went into overtime, that defense had that game. The Denver's D had that game locked down. But they went into overtime. And what he said was the doubt starts to hit in, and they didn't trust Russell Wilson at all. No, and you can't. So you could tell you can't trust just, Russell Wilson. They gave up. You can't trust Russell Wilson. I mean, I mean, to this point, do you make a change if you're Denver? But here's now, here's the other thing, right? One, you have two hundred. Russell Wilson's realistically the biggest thief there is right now. Because you have two hundred and fifty million dollars invested in this guy, a hundred and a hundred and forty-ish. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, or it might be a hundred and fourteen. Actually, is fully guaranteed. So you want to go ahead and make that change? It's costing you until twenty twenty-five. Well, I, I will say this: when they put the rookie cap limit in, it saved these teams from being in a five-year dumpster fire. When you when you make it wrong on a quarterback, do they take the fucking big massive hit? Absolutely, but it's either do you make a change or you continue to go down with the sinking ship. You, you can't make the change on Russell Wilson. There was too much excitement. The fan base was too behind him because I have They're never seen. Anymore. I have never seen a home primetime game where every single possession the fan base is booing the home team and because then, they're unable to convert a fucking third <laughs> down time comes and, so they all bad. Leave. and then the game goes to overtime one of the most exciting Third's things overtime. that can happen in an nfl game is the fact that you get free football right you get extra football 
the f- Denver fans were leaving the stadium in droves because they could not sit there and watch it anymore. It it was it was I laughed. I laughed because I, the whole time I'm thinking us, we, us being from Detroit know that feeling. If we had no, that's we the, do know that. Here's feeling. the difference. If we had a Thursday night football game at home, okay, we in Detroit, them. if we did, if yeah. we did, they could be down 52 to 0 at halftime and Bruce would stay. That's because he's a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Um, but no, there would be more fans. There'd be more swaying than there you've would ever be seen more in them fans stands. There. In overtime in Detroit. Listen, I, I can remember bad games at the Silverdome for decades and fans not leaving till the fucking end. It's the Lions. You can't yeah. leave till the fucking end. It was, end. I'm, I'm telling you, last night last night showed a fundamental flaw and it, it showed that there's a lot of bad football played in the NFL. Uh, Tom I, Brady. I just got it, one question. Yeah. Who the fuck did Jeff Bezos blow to get this fucking game on Thursday night? He didn't. Uh, it's called a lot of. It's money. called he wrote a check for eleven eleven billion for ten years. Because you know a lot of people have just standard cable. A lot of people don't have fucking Amazon. Oh, who the fuck do you know that doesn't have Amazon Prime? Well, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't have it till this year. Dude, Amazon Prime's cheaper than having cable. Yeah, it is. Well, a lot of your older people don't. Uh, they just have cable. Um, so there is 148.6 million Amazon Prime members in the U.S. Okay. That's half. Half of the U.S. population? Mm-hmm. Well, the other half doesn't. Well, and the other half can't watch football on Thursday. They should get behind it because that's the that's the way get, of the future. Now, there's get not only that, though, because NFL Plus does it, too. Yeah. I don't know what NFL Plus All is. in all. All in all, the I took one high point from last night's game, and it was a little running back for the Indianapolis Colts named Deion Jackson. And I was watching him run the ball because Philip Lindsay was essentially ineffective, and Naheem Hines went down in the first. And yeah, I had him in my other league, and when he went down, I was just like, damn it. I, re- I, think, this, I think this little Deion Jackson guy, he, he looked pretty damn good last night running behind a pretty putrid Yes, Colts offensive yes. I, line. I was kind of surprised too. He's shifty. He's he's quick. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. Can I go to the opposite side of the ball. Sure. Without Javante Williams, that run game with Melvin Gordon. Melvin and Gordon Mike Boone. Melvin Gordon cannot hold on to the football. I, I wouldn't be no, honest with that. Their offensive line, dude, is fucking bad. But Mike Boone came out him. to show up. Mike Boone had Mike Boone did have a Listen, decent. I I, I think Melvin Gordon did too. I could not believe. Too. That's probably the worst offensive line I've ever seen with the Denver Broncos, going dating back from the fucking late seventies. Uh, they <laughs> their offensive line, they're both putrid. the offensive line play in a whole last night was awful. I mean, yeah. there was there was what eleven sacks. I, I, I think it they was were just bad. They could combined. not run the ball. They could yes. run block. Eleven they combined sacks. Uh, it was fucking putrid. It's it's almost like this team is. Packed it in. Ten sacks. Ten. Wilson was sacked four times. Ryan was sacked six times. It was awful. And four interceptions and no touchdowns and just field goals. It was at Denver D though. My God. But see, you say that they're they're playing the fucking Colts. Yeah, but dude, they're at home against the Colts. They were balling out though. They were balling out. Well, you could say the same. Indy, Indy's D only let up nine fucking points. Indy's D played better than theirs. I agree. I agree. Indianapolis, Indianapolis's secondary. Didn't there was no they made Russell Wilson's job as hard as possible. 
outside of the fact that Russell Wilson made his job as hard as fucking possible. See, he was I don't awful. Think, Denver has I don't a good think secondary, Indy's and they were getting Eve's that good. Den- yes, that's what I'm saying. Denver has a good secondary, and Matt Ryan was actually, when he could stand upright, I think Russell Wilson was shooting well. himself you, in the foot. Well, here, this and is the thing. that's why Indy's D looked so good. In Indianapolis, do you know what they're ranked in total scoring and total offense? No, I don't. 32. That's why Denver's defense looked good. You know what Denver's rated? 31. That's why Indianapolis's defense looked so good. They're putrid. Fucking putrid. It's awful, dude. That was awful. And you want to know something that I thought about? That the Lions have put up more points than both of those teams combined this year? If you're a Denver Broncos fan, and you're watching Geno Smith play football, and Jared Goff play football, or Trevor Lawrence play football, or Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson play. You are so fucking pissed because you thought everybody said Denver. Oh, they're just a quarterback away. And you go out and you get the guy you wanted. We all bought into that. I did too. I bought into that. I I bought into that hook. But you want to know who the smartest dude in the fucking world is? Don't even tell me Pete Carroll. Pete fucking Carroll. Pete Carroll did it again. He absolutely choke job hose. He's a scumbag, and he's going to get his. That's fine. Real soon. Until that day comes, until he yeah. is burning in hell. Pete he Carroll will. unmatched. And he will. Slimy ghost. Because he fucking, he promised. He Den- he right promised, next to Matt Rule. He promised Denver the world, and you know what he gave them? Yeah. A bag of flaming shit. Moving on. Did he, did he know something? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The injury, you go back to last year, the injury that Russell Wilson had. Russell Wilson never looked right last year. Even when he came back from the injury, he didn't look right. No, he it's didn't almost, look right. You know what it is? It's almost like he's lost the love for the game. It's it's almost like he took a big hit, got injured real bad, and is playing scared. If yeah, you he ask me, playing he's scared. playing just he's, to protect himself. He's yes. not moving around in the pocket like he used no. to. But he's under duress the whole time. He's he was running do, for do his you think life. That he's approaching it as just a business at this point, and the, his love for the game is gone. You could see it. Probably. Matt Ryan still loves to play football. You could see his competitiveness, and he was so pissed that they were unable to do stuff yesterday. That that he was losing his mind out there, it's sad. yelling at his receivers, yelling at his line. Well, I think sad. Russell Wilson's a little bit of a different. Different oh, I, breed do. I don't think most. that's Russell Wilson's game. No. He's not a uh, an intense guy like that. But no, Russell but Wilson always did his his talking on the field. And as of right now, <laughs> it's that was awful. It's, it's gone. That was Dad. awful. Uh so needless to say, if you're a Russell Wilson owner in fantasy, you can go ahead and make the switch there. You know make what I switch. saw when he went there is a uh Peyton Manning. That's what I saw when Russell Wilson went there. Um, it, it had the same it had the same, had the same, it had the same effect. You know, yeah. it's a big difference right because now, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, they let him go. So basically, he was going to the highest bidder. Right. He signed as a free he agent. He chose to go to. He Denver. wasn't still right. under contract and got right. traded. Whatever it is, him going there just felt like it. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the. Slew of games this weekend at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. We head back to London, this time at, I believe it's Wembley this time, 
The Giants are taking on the Packers at 9.30 in the morning. Green Bay somehow is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 41, and I will tell you this much. Is Daniel Jones playing? That is out. that is something that I, I don't, still That's don't think That's the only thing I, I – if Daniel Jones was playing, I would take the Giants in the points. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Now that I'm looking at this, the line did move to eight. So Green Bay is an eight-point favorite, not eight-and-a-half. Um, Daniel Jones did travel with the team. Uh, he practiced on Thursday in a limited capacity. Uh, well, he's going to at least try to start the game. It looks point. like – He's going to play. All right. Now, I'll say this How much. effective is he going to be? You remember what happened last week with Kamara and Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston, right? right? All of them got to London. They flew there, and then none of them ended up playing. Right. And realistically, you've got to watch this one closely because when you go and you sit on a plane for fucking, you know, eight hours and then you don't get any sleep because you're all fucking jet lagged and you got to play a football game and you're already injured. I think these teams when they're going and taking guys to London with this injury designation, they might just say, Hey, you know what? Pfft, fuck it. Because it's the perfect storm to, to just get re-injured or just overall play like shit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and no team looks no team looks for real every time they go. No, everybody looks sloppy. So I'll say yeah. this much. Overall in this game, uh if Daniel I'm going to say this, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, I'll take Green Bay by 1000. Um so you're telling me you don't trust the backup there. No, I do not t trust Tyrod Taylor to go to London right. and beat Aaron Rodgers. No. Okay. No. Green Bay so by a million. So you're taking Apple. Green Bay giving up the point. I'll take Green Bay minus eight and the over under of 41. I'm going to take the under because nobody scores that many points when they're in London. Um, the Giants, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, won't be able to score at all. And Green Bay doesn't score any points anyways because their offense is predicated completely around the run. I, they don't I, have any you know ball. The last statement you just made is the reason why I'm going to do what I'm doing. And I don't give a shit if it, Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Giants to cover in this, Holy. not to win, but to cover. Okay, to cover. I'm gonna take that eight and a half points with the Giants in Barkley to cover. Well said. Um, I'm taking. This is hard because to me it's like two shitty teams, but the Giants aren't shitty, but they are shitty. <laughs> So I'm taking the Packers. Okay. Okay. This is. I'll say and this much. Under, I'm going to take. Now. I'm taking the under two. The, the wonky shit always happens in these London games. This is why if I if I was a better, I would not. I'm not putting. I'm not playing money on either of these London games because realistically, if if Aaron Rodgers goes out and you know, gets blown and does peyote in London on a big night out the night before the game, you know, and the Giants could pull one out, but. I'll, I'll say this. God much. save the queen. <laughs> no. God save the king. The queen. The king. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers will be high. I don't think it's the queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> the peyote. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay minus eight, and I'll say this much, regardless of the point spread, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, you can, you can bet pretty safely with Green Bay. Okay. Uh, moving on, the Buffalo Bills are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. And their new quarterback, Buffalo, is a 14-point favorite. And the over-under is 47. And I'll tell you this much. No T.J. Watt, no go for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, 
The Bills are due for a blowout. That Bill like performance, the, you know, the forty-two to fourteen. Uh, okay, and you usually when the 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 especially with all the parity there is in the NFL today, and especially with the Bills not looking that great the last two weeks, 14 points is a lot. Yeah, I could see them putting it together this week. Yeah, Buffalo yeah. minus 14. I'm taking Buffalo over under a 47. This kept me they up. They might be able to put that up on themselves. Right, because there's a part of me that says Buffalo's going to score 42 by themselves. Now, will Pickett be able to find Pickens one time in the end zone and get, you know, uh, pretty confident in that. I'm confident in that as well. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo minus 14. Buffalo, obviously, to win. And then uh, I'm going to take the over on that 47. And I know these are big numbers. Buffalo my, Buffalo winning by two touchdowns. Any team winning by two touchdowns, no easy task. And 47 doesn't make me feel good, but I'm going to take I'm taking Buffalo and the over. I'm going to go over on this game, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover. Ooh. I'm going to take them to cover that 14. Wow. Um, this game, for me, comes down to, to a couple simple things. One, if, if Kenny Pickett goes out and he whips that ball around and throws three fucking interceptions again. They're going to get blown out. They're, go- they're going to get blown out. But that's, almost, that's a cause for concern. And and I'll tell you this much. Watching the highlights on Pickett that I did, he he looked rusty. And I get it. It's his first NFL action. Right. And then he he didn't hasn't had any kind of time. Either. No. But now he's had a full week to to practice. Still, he's going up. He's yeah. going up he's against going up Buffalo. against a really good defense. Yeah. So but I think this is what Pittsburgh's going to try to do. They're going to try to establish the run early. The in, but this they is, have to. But Najee, this you you led me perfectly to my next point. Yes. The X factor in this game, whether or not I still Buffalo, I think is going to win hands down, and I would say they're going to win hands down by two touchdowns. But the difference in the Steelers losing by fourteen or losing by thirty five is and going Najee to be Harris. Najee Harris. Yes. Can this guy get it the fuck together? Najee Harris has not had a, a Najee Harris like game yet this year. You got to remember that he led the league. Uh, his rookie season, he 300 carries. I mean, it was all yeah. there for this guy to literally have a Barry Sanders-like workload his entire career. And now we're at a point where we don't even know if he's a viable fantasy option because he's not giving you right. more than the the 10 burger a week. So realistically, this game is going to come down to Najee Harris and whether or not he can actually get back I'm, up I'm going to say level. he's going to have a decent game this week. I the Buffalo Bills got gashed last week. They did. They did. And, and I got a feeling there's a little more there. I, I got a feeling they're going to be able to run the ball on them. I really do. Well, and I think the X factor for Buffalo is going to be the, the defensive front. Because, like you said, they got gashed last week. They, they're dealing with some injuries on their defensive right. line. If they can hold strong, realistically. And Oliver's been... Ed Oliver's banged up. It's year. it's their defense has a couple holes. And you know yeah. what? The last I'll say this: Vaughn Miller's been a little quiet as of late. Vaughn Miller. Well, he wasn't last week. He was good last week. Well, Vaughn Miller had some things to say about Kenny Pickett the other day. Oh God! Already. So, uh, yeah, 
you could call Vaughn Miller to have five sacks in this game and just absolutely rip his head off. Possibly. Um, but that's the X factor for the Bills is going to be that defensive front, allegedly. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo to absolutely tear Pittsburgh a new asshole. Okay. But for Pickett fans, I will say don't lose hope in him. He's going up against. This is only his second game. <coughs> He's going up against a very good defense. You got to let him, you know. Oh, real quick. Whether his performance on Sunday, you got to let him give him time. Before give we move time. on here, I – I think we need to set some realistic expectations here. What's your ceiling for Kenny Pickett? As far as wins go? No, as far as a career. Career? Yeah. He will be a serviceable quarterback as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you want to come I up with... he's going to be... You, you want me to give you a name? Yeah, give me a comp. Best case scenario, he's Kirk Cousins. I agree. That was Best literally... You took it out scenario. of my mouth. That he's was Kirk literally Cousins. my comp. At... I think he could be better than Kirk Cousins. At his absolute ceiling, he's Kirk Cousins. And at his, his is absolute Kirk fucking Cousins. bottom, absolute he's bottom, Trent he'll be, Dilfer. He'll be Mitch Trubisky. Or yeah. he's just or he's just the next... Uh, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky with more interceptions. Or he's just the next Roethlisberger. No, I don't see no, that. No, his game I don't is not see like that. Well, no, but... Roethlisberger was a, a, a six-foot-five... Absolutely. Of he's not talking look like this, dude. Not, that's not what I'm saying. He was a big guy that was kind of elusive. Pickett's not that. Uh, okay. Likewise, I think they'll be right next okay. to each other. Anyway. We have the Chargers going into Cleveland to take on the Browns. The Chargers are a three-point favorite. And the over-under, shockingly enough, is 40. Oh. The change. line changed on that. It's now two and a half. Uh, the over-under is 47.5. I don't understand in what world anybody thinks the Chargers, even though they've had a couple shaky performances, is only two and a half points favorite than the two and a half points better than the Cleveland Browns. There, there's a reason for that. Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb has literally. You want to talk about, has there been a guy who has put, their, put the team on his back in recent memory, more so than Nick Chubb. Leonard ah. Fournette. <laughs> Ezekiel is... Elliott. Leonard Fournette. Zeke. No, a guy to actually put a team on his back yeah. mm-hmm. and go and win a fucking Super Bowl, Leonard Fournette. Oh, we'll win a Super Bowl. Nick Fournette. Chubb. Nick Chubb. I'll be honest. I I was a bit I'm a big Nick Chubb guy. Huge fan. He's on my fantasy team, all of the above. I underrated. I undervalued Nick Chubb going in this year. I thought I don't he, think anybody realizes how good this guy really you, it's, is. I don't it's, think you undervalued him. I I, I, I said he was the seventh best running back in the league. And I'll be honest with you, there's no, not he, a guy. He's he's top five. He's no, there's not a guy in the league. There's not a guy in the league I would take above him right now. He's no, if I was, league in rushing right now. If I was building my team, and I had a pick of any running back to start, it would be Nick Chubb. He's leading the league in rushing. Saquon Barkley is having a great year, and Nick Chubb is still leading the league. You have there's no question on whether he's going to be out there or not, right? No, he, realistically, he's durable. I'm going to knock on he's wood durable. here. He doesn't get hurt. He runs harder than anybody in the league. He can blow through anybody. He also has just enough finesse moves to get through. He's got enough speed to take it to the house too. When he That's gets an enough. open field, That's you're enough. not going to catch him. And right. you want to know what else? He has the X factor that I have for running back. Patience. He has the X factor. Patience. And that is patience. 
He sits there and he, he waits, waits for his waits, blocks to waits. develop better than any other back in the league. Right. It's he is reminiscent of Le'Veon Bell because there's nobody, in my opinion. Bell had a, a three-year stretch where he's very chubbish. And he there was iron. Le'Veon Bell huh? and at Le'Veon Bell's peak, he could stand there. He'd get the snap He'd and just for stand there, develop and then shoot through, scan the field and then go. Yeah, it but nobody's beautiful. like this. This guy is in the gym. Like a fucking workhorse. Like that dude can lift a lot of weight, dude. And that I think that's what makes him so. Because look, when you see he's got three guys on him, and he's just he can still chug the legs. Yeah, yeah. going forward, nothing's taking him down, dude. That's awesome. Yep. I remember when he was a freshman at Georgia, and Todd Gurley was hurt. Oh yeah. And he was playing for Todd Gurley. He led the he led the NCAA in rushing that year as a nice. freshman. Um, he almost broke Herschel Walker's record. So almost. on the other side of that, we need to talk about the running back for the Chargers who finally, thank God, had his breakout game last. Well, wow. I think he's going to have, have another, another breakout game. This game, game for me one. is this is everything. Yeah, I think here. this is going to be an offensive. If the, if the Browns can stay in it with Chubb and then if. if I want both these teams to absolutely. If they just, could do what. The, if he could repeat what he did last week. Eckler. It should be very interesting. Um, I think Austin Eckler going forward for the Chargers, if you want to talk about a weekly X factor, due to Keenan Allen's injury status constantly because he can yeah. no longer stay healthy, uh, due to Mike Williams' immense inconsistency where one week he's going to go for 152. I think, that's, I, I think the Mike Williams thing is kind of funny because when when they target him, when they target him heavy, he does really well. I know. When they don't, he fucking disappears. Mm-hmm. And and that disappears. And that's the only thing that scares me about Mike Williams. And I believe if you're a fantasy guy, that should scare the shit out of you. Yeah. The, because when he gets three targets and he'll catch one pass for 50 yards, and then if he's targeted 12, 13 times, he's got 150 yards and two touchdowns. Yes. Uh, so realistically... <clears throat> The consistent X factor for the Chargers team has got to be Austin Eckler. And I think if he has, he doesn't have to do what he did last week every week going forward. But if you can keep his utilization somewhat close to that, the Chargers, the Chargers, the sky's the limit. We just got to see how how that offensive line for the Chargers holds up against that Cleveland defense. Realistically, gonna I'm going to I'm going to be use logic here. I'm going to say I'm taking the Chargers two and a half and I'm going to the over under 47 and a half points. It's almost seven touchdowns, but I think if the ground and pound that's going to happen in this game, you could see I agree. seven I agree. touchdowns happen. I'm going to take the Chargers, I'm give it up Chargers two and a half and the over. See, I'm having I like the under over. I'm taking the under though. Chargers are going to pull the win off. But it's a very lion-esque game. It's just going to be points. Yeah, it's going to be touchdowns after touchdowns. I agree. Be no it, defense. There's okay. going to be no defense played. Especially, and Miles Garrett again is probably not playing this week. Uh, actually, did you see the video footage that came out? No. Of them pull, dragging him out of the, his car. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I'm surprised. I'll tell you what. If he didn't he, throw out there. Do you know who I am? No, but that's if, usually what happens. No, no. Well, he because they had the car. Right. The his, he flipped his Porsche fucking three times. Yeah, and you have to remember Miles Garrett, big dude, Porsche nine eleven, little car. Yeah, it was it okay. was scary, and I'm Hopefully surprised. He's okay. Well, I'm surprised he, he is. He st- he was at practice again this week. 
Okay. And I'm shocked by that after seeing the state of the car and the video footage and everything else. Because, yeah. well, you know why he missed last week. Obviously, he's got to go in for, uh, you know, screenings and shit because the hospital wants to make sure there's no internal bleeding or anything. Yeah, but the car accident. They said he also it was, and they show they show them examining his arm in the video, and they said that he had a pretty severe, bi- deep bicep bruise. Yeah. So I mean, again, you don't want to risk a guy like Miles Garrett throwing him out there in a game that. Give the guy another week off. Um, I think I just stumbled upon my shit show of the week. The Chicago Bears play their division rivals, the Minnesota Vikings, in Minnesota. Nothing and would make me happier if the Bears won this game. Minnesota is a seven and a half point favorite. The over under is forty four. This is easy. Minnesota minus seven and a half, and the under. Period. I agree. Um, and I agree. I, I'll tell you why. And that's Number all one, I'm going to say about it. I'm not even going to talk about it because I, I I don't I don't think much of this game. Minnesota should win this game easily. Easily at home. The Bears are fucking off. That is, they are against a team but they that pulled is off wins. The luckiest team in the NFL. Bingo. The the Bears. <clears throat> God, I'm sorry. <clears throat> The Bears are the biggest farce in the NFL to me right now. They are, by leaps and bounds, the worst two-and-two football team there is. Justin Uh, Fields? uh, Who's worse? The Seahawks. You think the Seahawks are worse than the Bears? Uh, They're about the same. No, I would take take the Seahawks. Guess what? Geno Smith put up 45 fucking points this week. You could give give Justin Fields... Is, Barry Sanders, O.J. Simpson, point, Jerry Rice, and Randy games, Moss. Has Justin Field put up 45 points? No. No. Okay. Just ask. You could give him. Give him. Pick pick, pick your two best receivers, two best running backs, and Tony Gonzalez. And give him to Justin Fields. And <laughs> Rob put, Gronkowski. Put five guys out there on the defense. And guess what? He's not putting up 45 fucking points. He's okay. completely inept and, and unable to put up 45 points. As you can see, the Lions were really high on on him too, yeah. Justin Fields. The, he's they're averaging sixteen points. When they per took game. Jeff Akuda. Yeah. Yeah, that was anyway. Uh they are thirtieth in yards per game, obviously thirty second in passing yards per game, thirtieth in points scored, and third in rushing yards per game. So okay. that that's a true testament I, to Justin. I truly Fields think ability. they'll lose. I'm gonna take Minnesota. Giving up the seven and a half, and I'm going to take the under for on yeah, 44. You, you have to. I'll take the under. The Bears realistically could put up three points. So, and you yeah, want to know get, something? They'll get a lucky touchdown somewhere, but that, Maybe. They still, that's, you ain't looking at 44. Maybe Darnell Mooney trips into the end zone on accident. Falls in there. Um, <clears throat> I don't see how the over-under is 44, but. Well, because Minnesota. Because Minnesota, they believe Minnesota will put 38 by themselves. Yeah, and uh, here's the other thing. Minnesota last week against New Orleans, neither of those teams should have scored all that many points, and you still had almost 60 points in that game. Right. So. In, in London. London. Right. Where nobody puts up any points. Minnesota, yeah. this is the beautiful thing that Minnesota has going for them in this game. They're good against the run. Right. And they get torched in the passing game. So I'll tell you this much. I don't think the Bears are going to have their 250 rushing yard performance. No, Minnesota's going to load that line of scrimmage oh, up yeah. and try to stuff the run and make Justin Fields beat them. No, it's a 1 o'clock home game. Yeah, I know, but. He always does good at that. Yep. It's a division game. 
Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> One o'clock at home, Kirk Cousins is unmatched. Uh, moving on. To my game of the week. Our Detroit <laughs> Lions are going to Gillette Stadium, where I will be present to play the New England Patriots. And don't fucking ask me how. The Patriots are three-and-a-half-point favorites going into this game. The over-under is 45-and-a-half, and it looks like Mac Jones will play, and it looks like— I'm going to take the over and the Lions. And it looks like DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown will not. I don't care. Um, I'm going to take DeAndre. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the over 45-and-a-half, and I'm taking the Lions getting a three-and-a-half. See, it doesn't matter if they don't play because they literally proved last week that they don't need them to still put points on the board. That was against Seattle's defense. Yeah, that was against one of the worst defense. Probably one of the worst defense other than the Lions in the league. Yeah. I'll say this much. I I already know the Patriots' defense is a lot better than theirs. The Eagles. But I just see uh, what? I just said the the Patriots' defense is better than fucking Seattle's. They're okay. going to be able to stay in there. So make They'll, your pick. They're going to put pick. Make your pick. I'm taking the Lions. Oh, okay. wow. We're fucked now. Okay. We're fucked now. Are you taking the over or the under? Taking the over. So <laughs> here we are. Um... I haven't I haven't been able to make a pick on this game it, because this is the thing. If I sit here and think about this with logic, right? Yes, the Lions should. Patriots defense is better than Seattle's. Yes. So are they going to put up fifty points? No. Should the Lions win this game by? They 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 put up over twenty against Green Bay. Right. So I think I truly think, and that's what Billy Zappi, Bailey Zappi, I truly think that it's going to be over. I'm 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 picking the Lions to win this game. I know it sounds ridiculous. I'm talking inside the three and a half. It doesn't. The line realistically, this is a game that on paper the Lions should trounce them. The Lions should win this game by fourteen, on paper. Yes. But this is the game. This is the game that comes on the schedule every fucking year, where it makes all the sense in the world that the Detroit Lions. No, that was last week. No, no, no. Last week, it was a no-brainer that the Lions were going to win. They should have won handily. There, there was not – nobody picked Seattle. I think with but all the injuries, He though, was the only fucker in America that I picked, picked Seattle, Seattle because last week. They, Just because I knew what was going to happen. Nobody is a Lions game. fan. Shut See, the fuck up Lions with this Detroit versus everybody would've, bullshit. Would've no, it's not. Seattle. No, they wouldn't. Or no, they would chose the Lions. Anybody who anybody who can sit there and look at the stat sheet looks at the Lions offense. Literally, we're, again, I said that's it last why I'm week. I'm not a stats guy because sometimes the stats don't mean shit. See, this is where you're very flawed. Yes, the stats do 1000% mean shit because if you look at their offensive stats, they are having a historically good year if they continue this through the season it will be very close to unprecedented at the same time their defense is having a historically bad year if they continue this for 17 games it will be unprecedented defense was bad they'd be undefeated if the lions defense was halfway decent was bad 
they would be undefeated. Oh, yeah. Yes, I the agree. The Lions so should be undefeated. They're, they're awful. What I'm saying is they're god they fucking are, awful. They're it's the fucking, worst I, defense yeah, I've ever seen. Okay, so now ever. with the that. The 16 team had a better fucking defense than the Lions. Oh, absolutely. Do right now. With that, now you have to sit here and say, okay, is a hobbled Mac Jones and his receiving core, which is HR Puff and stuff and Clifford the Big Red Dog, going to be able to outscore... <laughs> The one of the most historically the, good. The only thing, the only thing that scares me is Damian Harris. If Damian Harris Damian, goes off for two hundred yards, Damian Harris ain't going off for two hundred yards. Ah, uh, they might. You never know. They are the twenty third top scoring offense, going up against number one, oh. and at the same token, they are twenty second in points allowed per game. So their defense isn't phenomenal. It's just decent. Can they outscore the Lions? No. Do I think the Lions will lose this game? Yes. I am going to take New England minus three, and I am somehow going to take the under in this game because okay. this, for me, I don't know why. I don't know why. I can't live in a world where I see the Lions continuing this. I can't. I can't. And guess what? Somehow, I guarantee you somewhere in Gillette Stadium, Matt Patricia and fucking Bill Belichick are sitting around a bonfire fucking naked, praying to whoever the fuck they pray to, to to put a curse on this team for this week, and I think they will. And I don't know why. There's no logic involved. There's no stat involved. It's just this is a game that the Lions go into Gillette and get fucking embarrassed. I, guess I don't know if why. Matt Patricia's calling plays, Detroit's going to win this game. I hope That's where you're wrong. Yes, wrong. because well, guess what? what? If there's one fucking game where he's gonna pull out every fucking stop just to jam it in their fucking throat, it's this. Okay, it's this. Okay. And you, here's the other thing: Matt Patricia may not be a very good play caller. He may not be. He may not be a player's coach. But I'll tell you this: he's a hell of a lot smarter than Dan Campbell. I take offense mm. to that comment. It's I don't even think he, I don't even think he's that smart. <laughs> you see this Russell Wilson action figure? Yeah. Smarter than Dan Campbell. Moving I hope on. you, Dan Campbell is Jim Schwartz and Matt Patricia is Jim Harbaugh. And I hope. <laughs> what does that mean? Dan Campbell, you've never seen the video of what? Of Jim Schwartz trying to beat the shit out of Jim Harbaugh? He didn't try to beat the shit. Oh, he was trying to beat the shit out of him. No, what do you think? He was asking him what for his handshake back? talking about when Jim Harbaugh gave yeah, him a little slap on the back and he acted like a little bitch. Yeah, you think... Was yeah. running alongside Jim him. Schwartz. Jim you Harbaugh think he was just trying to... He was starting all that ruckus just to get his handshake Jim back? Jim Harbaugh would have whooped his ass. Come on. I don't think so. Dude. Come on. But Listen Schwartz is a little dude. Jim Schwartz is a little bitch. I don't think so. He's a little dude. He's a little Schwartz. Anyways. <clears throat> hey, don't underestimate the little man. Anyway. I've seen it, Bruce. Let's move on. You can on. underestimate it. Let's, let's uh, move the on Saints to Seattle. are hosting the Seattle Seahawks in New Orleans this weekend. New Orleans is a four and a half point favorite, and the over under is forty six. Um, this one it is another one that I realistically could not make. A is Jameis Winston ready to come back? It doesn't look like it. Fuck. It's but somehow New Orleans is still favored in this. Yeah. Well, Andy Dalton played pretty well last week. Uh, Andy Dalton did have a nice game against. They're not going to have uh, Michael I, Thomas is out. Michael Thomas is out. Kamara, it looks like he's going to play, but okay. He didn't. Winston didn't practice Thursday, so realistically, I think you have Andy Dalton show again here. Um, the Seahawks came off of a big emotional fucking brouhaha last week. 
I'll say this. I'm going to take New Orleans minus four and a half just because it, it the Seahawks can't continue to win games with as bad as they are. Um, and I think that Seattle is going to get – I think New Orleans' defense is going to be a little much for Seattle this week. They're not going to be able to do what they did last No. Week. No. No. no, I think they're going to get to Geno Smith early and often. Um, I do too. I, I think that the Saints, even with Andy Dalton, will realistically be able to find to find the holes in the Seahawks defense that the Lions did last week. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a monster game. I think 46 is actually a little steep, but they've both shown they can put up points. So I'm going to take New Orleans minus four and a half in the over, even though I hate taking that over. I, I I'm going to do the exact up. same thing. I'm going to take the Saints, giving up five and a half and uh, over 46. I'll take the Saints points in the under. You're taking the Bruce is on all the unders this week. I hear you. He's under. The New York Jets are hosting the Miami Dolphins, where the Dolphins are a three-point favorite. The over-under is 44, and it is Teddy Ballgame's team. For this week? For this week. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins minus three, even though it's, it's... If they were in Miami, I would be all over Miami right now. But them being in, in New York, I'm, I'm going to take the Jets to cover. We don't know what the Jets' offense looks like yet. That's my opinion. Um, again, I don't think Zach Wilson has. I, I got a feeling that Brees Hall is going to have his breakout game this week. Listen, we've been Jets. saying that for three weeks. We've been we've been sitting here he saying been the guy. Brees Hall is going to be the guy last week. You know what? At the end of the day, I think our expectations may have been a little bit too high on Brees Hall, mine included. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this much from what I have seen from him up until this point, he doesn't jump off the paper at me. You know, he's a nice him and Michael Carter could be a nice one two punch. I, I don't think Brees Hall is gonna go out and have these hundred and fifty yard games that everybody's thinking he's gonna like I thought he was going to. Um I don't think Zach Wilson has the best rapport with all these guys yet. I mean, he's choosing Corey Davis over Garrett Wilson. Uh he didn't really utilize Conklin all that well last week. I, I don't know what to make of this Jets offense yet, and I, I'll be honest with you. I think you could put fucking Joey Harrington into this Dolphins starting lineup, and he could get something done. So I think Teddy Bridgewater was was right in saying this week that he already has a rapport with these guys because he's practiced with them all year. I, I think it's true. No, I, I I I believe that too. I'm going to take Miami minus three. The over under a forty four. It's forty six. Did they up it to 46? Yeah. They did. Um, they upped it to 46. Off my sheets. Ooh. 46. Wow. I, I'm going to take jet. the over on this. I got a feeling it's going to be a, a, a goddamn track meet. I think you're right. I got a feeling it's going to be a track I meet. I think you're right. If if anything, again, the Jets' defense hasn't given me all that much confidence yet. Uh, you want to know who I think could have a monster game this week? Sauce. Sauce Gardner? Yeah. Well, he's definitely going to get some play. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, going to get the ball thrown at him. We know that. Yeah, so I, I, you're right. I'm going to take Miami. Sauce and I'm gonna Gardner take... on Tariq Hill yeah. or Waddle, one of or the two. Either or. Pick your poison. It doesn't matter. Pick your poison. Yeah. That's that's going to – honestly, that'll be a fun game to watch. But in. I'm going to take the Jets to cover and over. You're going to take the Jets to cover. I'm going to take the Jets to cover and over. I like the three. I like the three. You think the Jets are just going to lose by one? No, I just I, I like the three points. 
Like I, I got a feeling it's going to be a tight game. Moving on. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hosting the Atlanta Falcons in the... This isn't even a, a viable option right now. I'm going to take the Buccaneers, the nine and a half that they're giving, mm-hmm. and over. Chris Godwin is playing. Mike Evans is playing. Julio Jones is trending towards playing. Brady's currently Cordell Patterson's on IR. Cordell Patterson's on IR. That's all I'm going to say. Kyle Pitts, we don't know if he's even alive. I am taking the Buccaneers minus nine and a half. I am taking the over of 46 and a half. I got a feeling the Buccaneers are going to make a statement this week in their division. This is the the game. This is the game that uh, shuts everybody the fuck up, personally, I think. I'm taking the Bucks and the under. Another under for Bruce. Okay. I think that I personally. I, I still think the Falcons can stumble into two or three touchdowns. Agree. I think I the think Falcons. The defense wakes up this week. Who's the Bucks? Bucks defense. We know what they are, but I think they'll stumble into fourteen, and I think the Buccaneers will stumble into forty-two. Um, <laughs> moving on to what I think could be another shit show game this week. The Titans are going to DC to play the Commanders. Tennessee is currently a one and a half point favorite, and the over under is forty three. I'll be honest with you, one and a half didn't see after the way the Commanders have played the last two weeks. I, I was surprised to see that line that thin. I will say this: Well, that just tells you how much faith they have in the Titans, right? And you want to know something? They have about as much faith in the Titans as I do. Uh, I'm going to take Washington here, and I I got burned I, on Washington last week. Uh, but I'm going to take Washington plus one and a half. Um, I, the reason why is we know what Tennessee is. Tennessee is single-handedly the most one-dimensional team. Ah, Wentz will have his comeback. Wentz will have a – I don't know if I would call it a comeback. It, it'll be a comeback to what you've seen the last two weeks. Wentz will have a nice game. Yes. Wentz will have a nice game. Uh, outside of the Bears, the Titans are the most one-dimensional team in football. So, I like the commander's run defense to to keep as do I Henry in check as do I and you want to yeah. know what else I like in check means a hundred yards a hundred yards in, in a, yeah <laughs> that um, means in check you know what else I like I love the commander's offensive matchups against the Titans against defense. the Titans yes defense. I do too um, I like their receivers against yes the and defense. now supposedly Jahan Dotson isn't going to play. Okay. I don't think that matters. Like I said in our fantasy episode this week, I love Curtis Samuel this week. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Washington, and I'll McLaurin, tell you this McLaurin's going to bust out here sooner or later. Yeah, McLaurin's got week. to. He's this got to. This could be the week. Yeah. On top of that, this will be the last time I have the commanders back because I have had the commanders back pretty much all year, and I'm not going to. Uh, I'm taking them two with you, so. Yeah, here we go. I'm here we go. Titans. Okay. Okay. And the over. Okay. We both picked the under. Bruce picks the fucking I, over. I, I'm not even going to say anything. Um, <laughs> You saw what the Lions offense did to the Commanders, D. Okay. The Lions offense is you can't utilize that, though. Their their defense stood up in the first half. That's the reason why they won the game. I think Derrick Henry's going to have Because they had a 20-point fucking league that they let diminish. I don't care what you got to say to me. Okay. Going with my heart. Don't, rem- don't remember Going the game. Going with my heart. What were they up? Well, hey, that Washington game. What was the score at halftime? I don't fucking know. That was what? Two at weeks halftime. Ago, three weeks ago. 
The Lions versus Commanders. What was that? What was the score at halftime? Dude, it was the second game of the season. How am I supposed to remember the halftime score? You don't remember that? No. They were up huge, dude. You don't remember that? I know they were up big, but like, yeah. I, I don't. At what point? It was fucking 20 to nothing. It was yeah. 22 to zero. At 22 to nothing. There you go. And guess what? They won by a touchdown. <laughs> or actually, no, they won by 10. My, my mistake. That's why I'm taking the over. Anyway, yeah. Uh, moving on to. My safe Christ. pick of the week. Houston is heading to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. The Jags are seven. Let me double check this because I don't have proper things. They're seven, seven point. point favorites over under a 43 and a half. I'm going to take Jacksonville on this. Give it up to seven and, I, and I'm going to go over. I'm going to say this much. I think the Houston Texans are better than 0 oh, and 3 and 1. And one. They are, but this is a divisional game. It's a divisional. I agree with and, you. And I, I think Jacksonville coming off what the, happened to them last week. Listen, every team that's played the fucking Philadelphia Eagles comebacks and they play very well the week after. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Jacksonville giving up the seven. I'm gonna take Jacksonville home. giving up the seven as well for this, for this reason. Any over. Shockingly enough, Jacksonville sixth in points scored per game. Yep. Uh they're also Fifth in points allowed per game. So again, we have another we have another issue of great offense, below average defense, but they're running the ball well. They're getting all of they're getting everybody they're getting everybody involved. involved. They're spreading it around good. Their their balance is nice. Took the words That's out of why my why I'm taking them. I'm I'm going to take them as well uh, because outs the Texans. Realistically, Davis Mills is trash. He's fucking awful. I don't uh, mind Davis Mills. Yeah. I think he's better than people. I know. For some for reason, him. you still have Davis Mills in your mouth, even to this I, point. I don't know. Um, with five touchdowns, four interceptions, 11 sacks, and a 70 overall quarterback rating. But uh, Damian Pierce is essentially that entire offense. And I'll tell you this much. If Jacksonville can stop one thing, it's I love their front. I still do. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of guys on that defense who haven't really got popping yet. I mean, they've looked okay, but they haven't. I don't think they put it all together yet. I look to the Jags to put it all together this week. Really, really put a damper on the Texans. One, one of the best young linebackers in football right now. Devin, Devin Lloyd. Lloyd. Um, and I mean, we haven't even heard Tavon Walker's name. All that uh, he's played well. He's played well. He's played it's decent. a rotationary thing with that defensive line. It's kind of weird over there. Yeah. They got big guys that could stuff the run. And they then when they go on these passing downs, they're bringing in guys like Arden Key and Smoot. Mm-hmm. To to rush the passer and they've been very effective with it. Arden Key, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to take Jacksonville minus seven. Uh, I'm going to take the under just because I don't think I'm going to take the over. I think they'll both put points up. I don't think the Texans I can see Davis Mills putting up two touchdowns in this game. That's fourteen. Okay, so Jacksonville's going to put up a thirty burger. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I look what they did last week. I agree with Sam. Jacksonville and the under. Now, seven points is a lot of points to be given up, but I think Jacksonville will win by at least a touchdown here. Uh, the 49ers head to Carolina to play the Panthers. My God, San Francisco is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 39. Here we go. It's real fucking simple. Panthers are putrid. 49ers don't let anybody score points as it is. The Panthers can't score points as it is. The 49ers, it, this is going to be a – the only thing is the six-and-a-half – I don't know if there will even be fucking seven points scored in this game. 
That's why I, you know what? I'm going to take the Panthers to cover, to cover in the under. This game has all the makings to be like last night was. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? It really does. Um, But here's the thing that scares me. If Jimmy G gets hot and if Debo has a Debo day, that's the only thing that scares me is that 39 and and a half. And that's how I'm going to say this here. I think the 49ers ultimately, it could go like last night, or it could be just a straight fucking absolute blowout. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take San Francisco minus six and a half, as much as it is against my better judgment. That over under a 39, even if Debo has a Debo day, I still can't take fathom in this game how they get over 39 points because I, I'm just gonna take the Panthers to cover. Not to win, obviously, but right. to cover. I'm gonna take the 49ers minus six and a half, and I'm gonna take the I'm going to take the under 39 just because I think Debo could score 21 points himself. Yeah. And you're That's still not going to get over 40 in this game. Yeah. Because I don't, I realistically. Christian McCaffrey might get a touchdown here. There's one. Yeah. Yeah. Panthers will put up 10. I can see this being a 21 10 ball game. And I think San Francisco. And, yeah. They win easily. pretty easy then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving. Bruce? Taking San Fran and the under. Okay. Oh, going to LA, the Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush are four and a half point dogs to the Rams. The over under is 43. Oh, excuse me, five and a half point dogs to the Rams, and the over under is 43. Are we both going to do this right now? I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys and the five and a half points. I'm going to take over on the 43. You? I'm going to take Dallas with the under. I'm going to try and break this down because nobody's going to understand my reasoning here. I don't think, and I said this last week and I got burned. I don't think the Cowboys can continue to play this good. It doesn't make a lot of sense. At some point, Cooper Rush has got to get exposed. At the same token, I don't think the Rams can continue to play this shitty. At some point, somebody has to have the breakout game. Cooper Rush has to have the 203 touchdown performance, right? You know, they're going to put fucking Trayvon Diggs on fucking Cooper Rush and I, I could see him getting his ass burned. At the same time, Jalen Ramsey has been embarrassed the last two weeks. Bad. And he sees fresh meat and Cooper Rush coming in. I'm going to take the Rams minus five and a half just because if you sit here and use your brain, it doesn't make sense how the Cowboys are doing what they're doing. It doesn't make sense the Rams are as bad as they are. Over under a 43. I think you're going to see both defenses smash each other in the mouth. But ultimately, I I think the Rams' offensive line losing another guy last week. I know. I think Mecca Parsons could have a fucking field day in this I game. I think so too. Him, you, uh, him. Uh, I I just messed up a little bit. You said Diggs on Cooper Rush. What do you mean? He met Cooper. Yeah. 
Oh, Cooper Cup. I'm yeah, sorry. Cooper Cup. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. I got the wrong Cooper there. <laughs> yeah, Trayvon. Just had Cooper to call Cup. it out. Just had to yeah, call, call it out. Call it out fucking a minute and a half later. <laughs> well, I was letting, you know, All right. you guys yeah. were talking. Didn't I didn't want to interrupt, but right. I still had to call it out. What are you All right, do? who do you like? I'm going to take the I'm Rams. I'm taking the Cowboys, getting the five and a half, and I'm going to take an over on that. But are you taking the Cowboys to win? I'm taking the Cowboys to win. Well, I, well, I already said what I was taking, taking the Cowboys. Okay, I'm going to take the Rams minus five and a half, okay. and I'm also going to take the under in this game. That's what I said. Okay. Uh, moving on, Arizona is hosting the Eagles, the only undefeated team left in football. The Eagles are five and a half point favorites. The over under is 49. Um, the, the Cardinals are a complete fucking shit show right now. They can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. Their defense isn't inspiring. Kyler Murray looks fucking like a crackhead behind the offensive line. I'll tell you this much. Philadelphia is going to continue this win streak this week. Um, I'm going to take Philly minus five, the over under of 49. God damn. The Cardinals offense has just been so wishy-washy, but you know, they're 14th in points scored. Uh, they're averaging 22 points a week. They're, you know, they're averaging 370 yards a game. It, it, this has all the makings to be an over game. Um, but the Eagles defense is so good. I just don't know if Kyler Murray will have an answer for it. That's the issue here. Um, and 49 points is a shitload of points. But you know what? I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to take Philly minus five. I'm going to take the over of 49. I think you're going to have like a 35-24 football game, something like that. I'm good with that. I agree. I totally agree. Can't argue. Taking the Eagles, giving up the five and a half and the over, over 49. Can't argue. Next up, we have Sunday Night Football <laughs> in an AFC championship. It's a huge game here. Huge game. In an AFC playoff preview, we have the Bengals going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Baltimore's a three-and-a-half-point favorite on Sunday night. 48 points over under. You go first. You really want to hear my assessment yep, of it? Yeah, I do. I'm going to take the Ravens giving up to three and a half and over 48. Wow. I'm well. taking the Ravens in the under. Okay. I'm taking the Bengals. I knew you were going to. I'm taking the Bengals in the under. Lamar Jackson's going to show you what an MVP is. Lamar Jackson's going to show you. Cock in your mouth. (laughs) No, no, I don't. I was the biggest critic out of all three of us of Joe Burrow up until this, thus far this year. Easily. Um, Realistically, this game is a field goal game. I I get it. The Bengals came out really fucking slow. Their defense doesn't look that great still. Their offensive line. Here's the here's the difference maker. The Bengals are a 12-win team if they protect Joe Burrow. That's it. It's that easy. But they haven't been able to do that. And Last that, week, they only fun. allowed two sacks. And who were they playing? Who the fuck did they play last week? Hold on. Miami. Right. Not awful. Not great. Not often. I, I think Baltimore's defense is better than Miami's. I agree that Baltimore's defense yeah. is better than Miami's, but at the end of the day, 
Baltimore is so explosive, dude. They could put up 40 points. Hold on. Stop, stop, stop. I I get it. If Lamar Jackson runs for 150 yards and a half, yes, they could put up 40 fucking points and a half. But here's what you keep missing about this Ravens team. They don't have anyone to throw the ball to. Rashad Bateman decides. What's wrong with Devin Duvernay? Come on, dude. Come on. They don't have a fucking, they don't have a receiver. Guess what? They are one Mark Andrews toe stubbing away from having some really fucking dark times. And until they get that fixed, what ha- what happens if if Lamar Jackson gets hit and he has to sit out a week? You're going to get fucking embarrassed because you have no supporting cast whatsoever for anybody to come I'm in and take I'm still taking care. the Ravens in this game. I'm taking the Bengals plus three, taking the Bengals to win, and I'm taking the under because guess what? The Bengals D has to get it together eventually, and I I don't see Lamar Jackson going for 150 fucking rushing yards against this Bengals defense. I don't. I don't. We haven't heard anything out of Sam Hubbard yet. We haven't heard that whole defense hasn't gotten it together. I think the Bengals Bengals put up a statement game against the Ravens on Sunday night. Okay. I already chose my pick. Uh, the Kansas City Raiders, who somehow are one in three, go into battle the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday Night Football at Arrowhead. Kansas City is a seven-point favorite. The over/under is fifty-one. I I just don't understand how fucking high. I don't understand how the Raiders are are one in one in three. I I just don't get it. Yeah. Um. You'd say that for half the teams in their division. This game's going to be a fucking shootout, in my opinion. It's going to be an absolute shootout. And I'm gonna already know what you're gonna say. Oh, the Raiders defense is gonna is gonna, you know, show Pat Mahomes a few things. He's not gonna look that cute. I didn't say that. What were you gonna say then? I'm hoping. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> it does it's not I don't think it's is. really gonna fucking I, matter. I don't think it matters either. Um I, I think the Chiefs will cover that seven. So I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover. Okay. Solely for the fact that we've seen that the Chiefs can be kept up with, and the Raiders haven't really On the had... road. On the road, I agree Arrowhead. with that. They're playing at Arrowhead, and I'm going to take the Chiefs, giving up the seven. God damn it. You might have convinced me. What? See, if let Mike me tell you something right now. If they were playing in Vegas... <laughs> I would take. I would. You want to know something? The Chiefs will get that stupid. The Chiefs will be up by three, yeah. and they'll get a stupid fucking garbage time touchdown because Derek Carr will fucking put the yeah. ball on the it, turf, come, and they'll end up winning run, by fucking ten. Or you'll end get round run it at the five yard yeah. line and yeah. underhand it to fucking yeah. Juju Smith yeah. Schuster, <laughs> who I bench for the rest of the year, and he'll have a fucking thirty point game. You're right. I'll have that. Uh, You're right. I'd sack that gets flagged. Fucking shit. Bullshit. Hate that. I'll bullshit. take the Chiefs minus seven. I'm going to take the over 51 because the Raiders offense has got to pop off. Yeah, the Raiders are put fucking an easy 28 burger on. I think so, too. They they have to. They fucking have to. This is a very interesting one. I want, I want it to be the Raiders. I want to take the Raiders. But Kansas City, screw it. I'm taking Kansas City and the under. I don't think they're going to score that many points. Okay. Um, okay, real quick here before we end today's episode. Um, let's any, see if there's any injury news or notes. Anybody have anything? As far as injuries go? 
injuries, news, notes, any of the above. Uh, Kadarius Tony did not make the trip to London to play. Oh, God. I just saw something on here. The next Thursday night football game. The Commanders at the Bears. <laughs> oh, oh, my Fucking God. awful. Awful. Screw you, Roger Goodell. That's awful. Jesus Christ. Um, so many better teams out there. We are monitoring. The Broncos are monitoring knee injuries for Josie Jewell. That's a big. That's big that's for them. That's a huge them. loss for them. Massive loss. And Massive can't go. Loss. Uh, Patriots have placed quarterback Brian Hoyer on IR. So if for some reason Mac Jones can't go this week, which everything's trending towards the fact that he is, it's the Bailey Zap show again. Zappy, whatever the fuck it is. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift uh, did not practice at all this week, so we can make assumptions from there what's going to happen with that. And neither did Jameis Winston or Michael Thomas. Overall, you've really got to monitor the injuries this weekend because especially for the London game, like I said earlier in the show, Giants and Packers, that game will be decided essentially on whether or not Daniel Jones plays. Um Keep keep that one in your sights. Anything, Ed? No, not really. I just uh, I think it could get interesting this week. Bruce, what's, f- what's your what's your sleeper game of the week? My my sneaky game of the week, realistically, I, I think uh, the Kansas City Raiders, who somehow are one in three, go into battle the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday Night Football at Arrowhead. Kansas City is a seven point favorite. The over under is fifty one. I, I just don't understand how fucking high. I don't understand how the Raiders are are one in one in three. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, um, you say that for half the teams in their division. This game's going to be a fucking shootout, in my opinion. It's going to be an absolute shootout. And I'm gonna already know what you're gonna say. Oh, the Raiders defense is gonna is gonna, you know, show Pat Mahomes a few things. He's not gonna look that cute. I didn't say that. What were you gonna say then? I'm hoping. Oh, okay. <laughs> it does it's not I don't think right, it's dude. really gonna fucking I, matter. I don't think it matters either. Um <laughs> I think the Chiefs will cover that seven. So I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover. Okay. Solely for the fact that we've seen that the Chiefs can be kept up with, and the Raiders haven't really On the had... road. On the road, I agree Arrowhead. with that. They're playing at Arrowhead, and I'm going to take the Chiefs, giving up the seven. God damn it. You might have convinced me. Well, See, if, let me tell you saying, something right now. If they were playing in Vegas... <laughs> I would take. I would. You want to know something? The Chiefs will get that stupid. The Chiefs will be up by three, yeah. and they'll get a stupid fucking garbage time touchdown because Derek Carr will fucking put the yeah. ball on the he, turf, come, and they'll end up winning by fucking ten. Or you'll end get round run it at the five yard yeah. line and yeah. underhand it to fucking yeah. Juju Smith yeah. Schuster, <laughs> who I bench for the rest of the year, and he'll have a fucking thirty point game. You're right. We'll have that. Uh, You're right. I'd sack that gets flagged. Fucking shit. Bullshit. Hate that. I'll take the Chiefs minus seven. I'm going to take the over 51 because the Raiders offense has got to pop off. Yeah, the Raiders are put fucking an easy 28 burger on. I think so, too. They they have to. They fucking this have to. One. This is a very interesting one. I want, I want it to be the Raiders. I want to take the Raiders. But Kansas City 
Screw it. Taking Kansas City. And the under. I don't think they're going to score that many points. Okay. Um, okay, real quick here before we end today's episode. Um, let's any, see if there's any injury news or notes. Anybody have anything? As far as injuries go? Uh, injuries, news, notes, any of the above. Uh, Kadarius Tony did not make the trip to London to play. Oh, God. I just saw something on here. The next Thursday night football game. The Commanders at the Bears. <laughs> oh, oh, my Fucking God. awful. Awful. Screw you, Roger Goodell. That's awful. Jesus Christ. Um, so many better teams out there. We are monitoring. The Broncos are monitoring knee injuries for Josie Jewell. That's a big. That's big that's for them. That's a huge loss for them. Massive loss. And Massive can't go. Loss. Uh, Patriots have placed quarterback Brian Hoyer on IR. So. If, for some reason, Mac Jones can't go this week, which everything's trending towards the fact that he is, it's the Bailey Zap show again. Zappy, whatever the fuck it is. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift uh, did not practice at all this week, so we can make assumptions from there what's going to happen with that. And neither did Jameis Winston or Michael Thomas. Overall, you've really got to monitor the injuries this weekend because especially for the London game. Like I said earlier in the show, Giants and Packers, that game will be decided essentially on whether or not Daniel Jones plays. Um, keep keep that one in your sights. Anything to add? No, not really. I just uh, – I think it could get interesting this week. Bruce, what's, what's, your, what's your sleeper game of the week? My my sneaky game of the week, realistically, I, I think the uh, what game the do way, you think out of all these the games could just be? There's no something to really stupid. Watch. Are you are you, f- dude? Every time you look one up and try to find one, it's stupid. Okay, I I'll guess think we're of something else. The only thing that I'll think of something cooler. Uh, I think that we'll I think that. the Chargers Browns game could be sneaky. I think I got uh, yeah I I do too. That I one that game could be I'll really tell you what, interesting. Another really really fucking fun game to watch. I think the three most fun games to watch this week will be Chargers at Browns, uh, Dolphins at Jets, and the 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 Cowboys Rams game. I think they're all going to be fun to watch. The, just because the Cowboys and the Rams, it is going to be just they're pretty evenly mouth punches when you yeah. think about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? I, I really want to see Cooper Rush continue his winning ways. You want to know why? Because I, I want Jerry Jones to absolutely have to make the hardest decisions he's ever made in his life. It's It'll never happen. I do. I, it's wishful I do. thinking, but it'll never because happen. Because I, I think at this point, if this guy continues to win, and you're going to have Dak Prescott coming back here in, within the next week or so, I think it could be really interesting. Really I say good. let Derek take the reins because then they'll fucking just lose. And then it will. That be. would be even better. Yeah. And then it will. Best be case Cooper scenario Rushing. is Dak Prescott comes back, plays, stinks gets up the pounded show for two weeks back. And, and, and gets benched. That I hope it is does. the happen. best case scenario. All it's right. That or they get knocked out first round of playoffs. Well, that's going to happen to him anyway. We will be posting a ton of content from Gillette Stadium this weekend. Uh, Enjoy your Sunday full of football. If you're not following us on Instagram or Twitter, 
please do so at tipballs, TikTok at tipballs podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music. And if you're listening to us, go subscribe to us on YouTube. We will be back on Thursday with another fantasy frenzy. What? I got one question for you. Hit me. This weekend. Yeah. Fantasy. Yep. Who's the biggest sleeper player you think? My biggest sleeper this weekend for fantasy. For fantasy. Um, you want me to be honest with you? And yeah. I, I thought about this one. Yeah. Shockingly enough, yesterday. You, I really, I have a new tight end infatuation. Okay. And that's Zach Ertz. For some reason, I think he's kind of the lifeblood of the Cardinals offense right now oh, because they, they don't have, don't anybody, have else. anybody else to go to. So I will say Zach Ertz. I also think that, uh, it could be a very, very big Sunday night for Tyler Boyd because, okay. I, I, I again, you have to respect the Ravens' defense, and I think they're going to have to hit other the options. third guy out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you this. If St. Brown is out again yeah. for the Lions, I, I Hawkinson got so much gas uh, last week, and the Patriots will be better at covering the tight end than that. Bilicek will not allow Hawkinson to go off for 160 yards. So, realistically, I think my deepest sleeper this week, especially if DJ Chark doesn't play, it's Josh Reynolds, man, receiver for the Lions. Or, I mean, if if, Kennedy. if you've got the balls big enough to do it, Kennedy. Because you know it's an offense that's going to put up points. Right. You know it is. Um, and also, I... I there's a receiver on the Giants that, and I know that's a scary fucking thing. There's a receiver on the Giants that actually had me a little fucking excited this week. And that is David Sills the fifth. Yes. He's he's really a sleeper. That's he a sleeper. is. That's the deepest Because I don't even think anybody knows who he is. He's got six receptions on the year, all right? And right. I was watching him run routes, and I'll be honest. He rem- he is Hunter Renfro to me. Yeah. And in those London games, you always see one fucking guy that you've never fucking heard of. Have a really Yes, that stands out. And for some reason, I think Mr. Sills could, could be that guy. If you're talking deep sleeper this week, for the Giants. I, I Don't ask me why. I'm going on hunches here. Okay. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for Fantasy Frenzy on Thursday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. And uh, pray for Broncos fans. They need it. (laughs) Am I perfect?